Welcome to Marketecture, where you can get smart, fast, with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Mike Shields, and I'm here with Mike Kim. He's the Chief Product Officer at Simo Media. Hi, Mike. Thanks for being here. Hi, Mike. Good to be here. Happy to chat with you today. Same. So let's just start from the beginning. Tell us about Simo Media. Can you give us some of the basics? When the company was found, where you were based, how many employees you have? Sure. The company was founded in 2008. I'd certainly be remiss if I didn't mention Dave Morgan, certainly a pioneer in the ad tech space founded Real Media and uh, Dakota, and in 2008 started Style Media. And, you know, really thinking more of a data-driven, digital-like approach to TV advertising. So we're in New York City, over 100 folks, and I joined last year, I particularly had a product. So let's really get into the product here. I'm gonna start with, does Simul Media serve the advertiser, the agencies, networks, intermediaries, everybody, who are, who are your customers? Yeah, so our primary customer is, is the advertiser, and in particular brand marketers, and, and the agencies that service them. I would say more so it's independent agencies, okay. medium-sized agencies, and challenger brands, and you know really working with those those brands that I guess want a bit smarter TV advertising. And when I say smarter TV advertising, it's like more efficiency, more more transparency and ROI and clarity of ROI that TV advertising is driving for them. Okay. And so what you talk about, this is for brand advertisers. Are these brands that have traditionally bought television the way we think about it in broad demographics and, and tr- concern with reach and frequency, and now they want to have television be a little bit more data-driven? Or are we talking about they want to buy television just like digital media with precision targeting and all those sorts of things? I think it's a bit of both. You know, my, my feel is that it's been a bit more of the former. You know, some have evolved or come to us as you know, they've understood digital and, and they've evolved a bit more. But then we do see brands that have come from more of a digital type of background, like some DTC type brands that understand the value of linear and want more transparency and understanding of, hey, what's a driver for me? Okay. Let's get specific about what the product is. Are you, sure. are you going out and buying inventory on brands' behalf as like an agency would? Or do you have a pool of inventory that you apply some data to? Are you giving them software and tools and they have at it? Like, how does the product actually work in practice? It's really that middle option that you, that you mentioned. Uh, we have, we put press out recently about it, a, a TV buying platform called TV Plus. That's really a culmination of everything we've built out over the last 13 years. I think key to that is, and we have 130 plus direct integration with linear TV ad networks and then 250 plus partnerships overall on the, on the supplier inventory side to buy CTV as well. So that linear inventory spans across cable, broadcast, and OTAs, and we buy nationally. So we use our platform to buy that, you know, that inventory smartly. And I, we can get more to like the actual like right. logic and algorithm, but that that's it in a nutshell. So I want to get into where that inventory comes from, because in CTV specifically, you hear things or brand companies are selling out, or there's, there's so much demand they can't even yeah. fill it. So it makes me wonder, where are you getting that from? If there, are there and, and then in terms of national television, you know, so, so much of that market is driven by the upfront. So yep. where is this sort of the leftovers? Like, how do we think about where this inventory is coming from? Sure. So on the linear side, there's two terms I've gotten very familiar with it. Scatter and upfront. Yep. We're buying both, right? Just based upon like historical buying patterns and behaviors, we know, all right, we're, we're purchasing scatter at a national level. And, you know, I wouldn't say that's like remnant in terms of digital or whatever, but that, that stuff that hasn't necessarily been sold in the upfront, but it's certainly... You know, held back or whatever else. And we're also buying upfront key partners, just say like a Discovery or, you know, Disney ABC. We know we need 
fulfill all the demand and campaigns that we have coming from advertisers. And then we have those direct relationships with all those networks that we've built up over the years and, and a platform to, more, you know, to automate the buying process of linear, uh, you know, buying and execution. And we also, those relationships really help us in terms of just getting access to the CT inventory from, from those networks and companies as well. So, you know, PMPs and PGs and, and having the seat on the SP to buy the inventory, uh, that's all there for us as well. Right. So when you say we go out and buy, are you saying like in conjunction with a brand or does Simul go out and buy a whole bunch of inventory and then, you know, sell it back to brands or, or, or allot it to them? How does that work? Yeah, it's, I guess we're not necessarily, how would I best explain it? You know, it, it is a mixture of upfront and scatter and PMP and PG, right? And, you know, brands come to us and, you know, we, we're really good about driving efficient, cost-effective reach. Right, aggregating all those different networks, all those different sources of inventory, and really stitch together a national viewing audience. This is really, really challenging in the increasingly fragmented environment. And so, TV historically has been, hey, I want to put a million, you know, a couple million bucks up front by back in the day of Seinfeld or whatever else. And now it's maybe Law and Order SVU and NFL or stuff like that. So, our automated buying capabilities, I don't want to go too far down this, we're seeing more coming our way in terms of just wanting to buy content you know, just because of the landscape and how it's shipped there. But really, historically, what we've done is we've worked with all our advertisers and they've come to us from their audiences, like their audience targets and everything else. And, you know, we, through Experian and first part of data and the Nielsen data, you know, constructing the demo and the viewing pattern and everything they want to reach. And we're forecasting that against all these spots that we see right out there are based on all of their behavior. So if someone tuning the TNT at 8 p.m. or whatever else, projecting those audiences and forecasting impressions against that and then constructing a plan that meets those advertisers' needs. And also something with those high visibility content buys as well if they, if they so choose. So, you know, they want NASCAR, they want NFL. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that plan is constructed, accepted, proposed accepted by the advertiser and then we execute on that. And that execution, I think, is the key part about it we do on demand go and buy in the scatter market, but we do have upfront pools available to us that we know we draw from as well, right? And we're doing this allocation. And then also, in order to drive the most incremental reach, if they opt in, standing in a CTV, and I don't want to go too far ahead, but we do have this player one division and really looking at extending this into games as well. Yeah. I want to come back to player one. Sure. But just so I understand, when you talk about you have inventory pools in the upfront, does that mean, so when, when NBCU is kicking off its upfront, they start selling you're going out and buying inventory from them and whether or not, whether you have a client inter- interested or not and then and then using that down the road or are you doing it in conjunction with a brand it's the former you know that's something okay. that we've evolved into just cuz you know, just getting you know transparent here obviously like we want we want to know we want to secure that inventory and have cost certainty or cost sort of locked in right with, okay. with the network partners that we really work closely with and then help them sell their inventory Okay, now a couple of questions. So presumably big media buy agencies, they'll always tell you they can get great costs. They buy in yeah. bulk, that's their power. And they all and they also will all often talk about we have partnerships with Experian and all these other data companies. We own some of them. Why can't they do this themselves? Yeah, that that's a good question. it's something that I, you know, really drilled into as I came on at Silo Media. And I think our our sort of value prop or positioning against the traditional ways and the whole holding companies that have bought. TV is that we've been a much more agile, flexible, and fast. So they can do that in various, but you know, it's typically they, they, they deploy a lot of money, a lot of dollars and budgets in the upfronts. And 
you know, I guess the best way I can tell is a, a recent anecdote. We had a lawn care company come to us saying like, Hey, I have a couple more million bucks. I want to spend in March. Right. Mm -hmm. This came, came to me and we need to deploy that, put in the market and traditional fast. ways. Yeah. They can't do that. Right. And we had some other pharma advertiser come and say like, Hey, Walmart wants us to push more product. I need to put this money out there and get it on, on TV screens to an older audience. And so I think the key for us is just, you know, that efficiency speed component being able to construct a plan within a matter of days and weeks and get it on TV screens, both on linear and CTV quickly, right? And being more right. agile. I, I know those years are buzzwords, but truly it's like, that, that's what really appealed to me coming on is like, oh crap, it's different. And we're able to get those dollars out there and, and deployed, activated within a matter of a week. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv. 